So what's the bait? You want to set your wife up so that she wants to do that. Whatever it is, maybe it's something, I don't know, benign. Maybe it's something in the bedroom, but you're trying to get her to submit and you offer the bait. What's the bait? You want to know the most powerful bait to get your wife to submit? Well, hang in there. That's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slaya. It's Garth Heckman, David Lyons. Hey, you can reach out to me at tdhgiantslayer at gmail.com. Some of you are even sending me pictures of, of now your own body parts. And let me clarify, I posted some pictures of the new titanium ball joint in my shoulder. And many of you have sent me pictures of your steel plates in your ankles, neck, chest, legs. I mean, so keep it coming, I guess. I don't know. But make sure they're x-rays. I don't want to see anything else. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you share the podcast, rate the podcast, helps people find us. And again, we're on Spotify now. So March 26th here in New Prague, Minnesota at Hill Spring Church. Starting at 645, we're starting a How to Be a Man series. 645 is Grub. We meet at 715. And it's How to Be a Man. It's for anybody, but I'm really targeting 35 and under. But I've already got men in my church who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s saying, hey, we're coming. We're 30. We're not 35, but we're coming. So you're invited if you're in the area. It starts March 26th, Hill Spring Church, address 200 East, 280th Street, New Prague. So it's Valentine's Day week. So what do I do? Well, typically Valentine's Day week, I make my wife walk around the whole week in a, a really sexy string bikini, sparkly red sequins. Uh, I just basically want her to feed me and prance around. And no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I'm I, I would like that. I'm not kidding, but no. But we sometimes we set ourselves up as men for failure because we have these great expectations for our wives, and they never submit. So the question today is, what makes a guy hot, sexy, and desirable? You know, February fifth, two thousand seven. It was a crazy afternoon of decadent sexual passion in my house with my wife and I. It was the day after Super Bowl Sunday. That's how I remember it, which means it's like 16 years ago. Here's the full thing. I'd gotten a message, a text message during the Super Bowl on Sunday late evening. The Super Bowl was just finishing up and it was the Bears against the Colts. So it was a big deal in my house. And the text was a, a video of a pornography, uh, a video of uh, a man and a woman in a pornographic act. And I tried texting back to this person, and they wouldn't text me. And again, this is a Sunday, and I just got done preaching a sermon that morning on pornography. So I took somebody else's phone at the moment, and I called this number because I didn't know who it was. When they answered, it was a gentleman from my church who had just started coming and thought it would be fun to send me this, this video, and I went off. I went off. I, um, if he'd been in my house, I, I, would have, I would have beat him up. I'll just be honest with you. In fact, I begged him to come over that night so I could beat him up because I, I basically said, you don't have the right, you don't get to choose what I put in my mind, only I do. And I said, that was unfair for you to send that to me. Long story short, the next, I don't know, noonish, my wife said, boy, you got upset at the game last night. I heard you. You were... 
you're mad. I, she goes, I've never heard you swear at a football game. I explained to her, it wasn't the football game. Now, she'd already gone upstairs and wasn't, you know, paying attention to the game. I told her what happened. And uh, she said, you got that mad about someone sending you porn? I said, babe, I don't look at porn. I, I, I don't look at, I will not look at porn. I refuse to look at porn. Porn is poison. I said, I only want naked pictures of you in my mind. And the fuse was lit. Look, Ephesians chapter 5 says, Submit one to another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Oh, we love that verse, don't we? For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body which he is the Savior. But that word there, submit in the Greek, means to experience. Wives, experience, experience, submission. What does it mean? It means you want to submit. It doesn't mean you're commanded to submit. And it comes from the very first verse, or verse 20, uh, 21. You submit because you see your reverence. You see the reverence your husband has for God. Look, this, this verse clearly ties in the truth about submission to the instructions of being filled with the Spirit and obeying God. And so, men, if you want your wife to submit, you must be filled with the Spirit, and you must submit to the instructions of God. The, look, what makes a wife want to submit in every area of life? What is it? I'll tell you. You hear God's voice, and it's proven. What would make your wife want to submit? She knows you hear God's voice, and it's proven. You don't get just to say, I heard from God, now you have to submit. No. She experiences a proven track record of your life, hearing God, obeying, and seeing the fruit of it. Look, early in our marriage, my wife wouldn't ask me to pray for anything. In fact, she would ask me to ask my father to pray for things regarding our family. If there was a need or a problem or an issue, she'd say like, can you ask your dad to pray over this? I'm like, uh, okay. But over time, I learned how to press in more and more to hear God's voice. And I began to build a proven track record of hearing God's voice, acting on it, and seeing the fruit of it that caused her to submit. Now the first person my wife runs to to ask for prayer uh, to hear God's voice is me. And you want to know why? You want to know why I'm so sexy to my wife? It's because she's seen a man who reads and prays every day, hears God's voice, acts on it, and because of that, she and her children bear much fruit and blessing because of it. In her mind, she thinks, of course I want to spoil rotten the man who brings me all good things through his walk with God. Wouldn't you? I have conversations with friends who lament about the lack of respect and love and sex they get from their wives, and I simply ask them, would you want to be married to you? Seriously, is your faith so amazing that your wife rests in that? That she has confidence in that? That she sees a track record of that? I find great joy when I find out that my wife brags on me in front of other women. Many times as these women lament about their own bonehead husbands. She doesn't brag about my bench press, my skill in martial arts, my multiple business projects, money, friends. She brags about the security and safety I have provided for her through my relationship of hearing God, acting on it, and seeing the fruit of obedience. Garth Heckman, David Lyons, Keep Slaying Giants.